Welcome to Charmed, I'm sure. A Southern Charm, Stroke Summer House, Stroke Bravo at this point. Podcast hosted by Catherine. That's me. And Yvette, that's you. Hiya. Hi, how are you? I am all right. How are you? I am good. Do you do you have a beverage today? A special beverage? I don't because I am absolutely parched and just wanted a drink of water. I've had a very busy day. It's six o'clock here. Well, it's almost half past six here. So I've been running around all over the place. I've had, we're a, a day late again. We are absolutely again. 100% putting the blame on Amazon. I use an Amazon app to watch all of the Bravo shows and they just didn't upload Summer House episode three had a fight with them on Twitter (laughs) an actual Twitter fight yeah and in the end I had to sign up to the actual like providers app to get hold of this episode because um, they blamed Amazon and I do have to say I think it is Amazon's fault so bloody hell Amazon get it together I didn't know I blamed all of England on our Instagram because I didn't know I'm like it's England I haven't seen that yet. I I didn't know whose fault it was. I was just like, we can't. I was like, we can't record Summer House because of England. They're like holding Summer House hostage from Catherine. They they are holding Summer House hostage. And I swear to God, like I I was so annoyed this morning because I was like, right, one day we can deal with one day. But they did it. They did it last summer with an episode of Southern Charm. And I was furious. I was like, one day I went on this morning and the thing that riled me up more than anything is that the new, the brand new Real Housewives of New Jersey, which aired on Tuesday night in the US, was there, but Summer House still wasn't. <laughs> it, that's how you know it's a conspiracy against you specifically. A hundred percent personal <laughs> from, to me. From all well, of England. But I persevered. Look at you. Stiff up a lip and everything. And we've got this episode and um, it's season seven, episode three, A Cup of Loyalty, sticking with the British theme. Uh, Yeah, I didn't even catch the title. So thank you for that. Very good. Yes. (laughs) Look at that. Um, Just before we move on to talk about the episode really quickly, Yvette sent me a text message before we started this about um, Craig's line, Craig Conover's line in a star in texas and are we going to drive the 45 minutes to to buy some of it or not <laughs> right so it's at like i mean it's nationwide but it's it's at fred meyer which we don't have i don't actually know what that is that's not in my region but it's also um oh my god i was just podcasting with only your cat for a minute like Catherine, I was just Catherine, the hair off. she full-on went away and i looked up and <laughs> still here yeah yeah and her, and her cat was like just actually in your spot though like serious like I was like oh <laughs> sorry that must have been incredibly off-putting I was just switching the heat off in this room <laughs> I'm like I'll talk to your cat was it that boring um so, so so yeah so apparently Craig's spring line is also in select Kroger's which you probably don't have Kroger but do you no 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 Kroger is maybe the most well-known grocery store chain in the U.S. I mean they have a okay. Everywhere. So Craig posted on his Instagram, like, which cities 
in various regions of the country, I guess, which Kroger's would be having the Craig line. And there are these cute little bumblebees or some kind of bee, Aww. like it's bee themed. And I really like bees. So, okay. It is the closest one is in spring. They don't seem to have one in Houston. Weird. But spring is like 45 minutes. Are we going to drive to a grocery store 45 minutes north for sewing down south items in April? Um, is it just homeware, is it? Because I'm not a cushiony person. I like the apparel and I like the candles. And I know he started with cushions and I'm a bit of a bloody traitor to the cause, but. Oh, my God. I mean, I'll come with know. you, though. Well, no. I mean, I can go alone. I didn't know you felt that way about cushions. <laughs> like, what? But I've got a dog, you see, <laughs> and I have these really, oh, we're off point already, but I have these really nice cushions that had, like, um that were by a designer that had, like, Elton John and things like that, and then the dog has chewed them up. Oh. So I'm concerned to get Craig cushions for them to be chewed up, is all I'm <laughs> okay. thinking. I'll do some research into what items there are, and that Yes, will... please do, and then if there's blankets, I'm very into blankets. Oh, my God. Because I live in England, and it's fucking freezing. I bet there's a blanket. I'll do the research. Exactly, we right. We're going to get into this bloody episode then, shall we? Let's get going. Let's go. We're going to start where we finished last week with Kyla and Danielle having that argument and him storming off. I loved, and we'll talk about it later in the episode, I do think Kyla's such a stormer offer. And I do, My in God. some ways, think that's a good tactic in the sense that it really does stop an argument from escalating, doesn't it? But also, he's like a graded stormer offer. And he goes and orders a dirty martini, a man after my own heart. I'm warming to Kyle more and more, you know. You are? Even with the mullet? Okay. I don't mind the mullet. Oh, my God. I do mind the I mullet. I mean, I don't but... like it, but it doesn't like it doesn't make me think differently about him, really. You know, he's just turning 40, isn't he? He's trying to capture something there, isn't he? I know, should I grow a mullet? I just turned 40. <laughs> <laughs> Can you picture that? Maybe um, not. So I wonder if he really storms off in real life or if he does it because it's dramatic for TV. I don't know. Well, well, we can have the conversation where it supporters when we yes. talk about it. So he does storm off and he... Amanda has to go and console him and talk him down. Like that's kind of her job. It is. Right? That's but he's like all drunk and he kind of looks he's being a man baby. Like he gets just like he is look like this and he like looks down and he kind of looks like a sad cartoon dog when he's drunk. And <laughs> <laughs> that's just what I picture. And she's like, you know, Kyle, you have some really valid points, but this is not a good time or way to express them while you're drunk. Get, you know, get it together. I do feel like Amanda has to sort of coddle him. Like he does seem a little infantile when he's drinking, but well, it is what it well, is. We go back to the table and Danielle's main point in all of this is that he bought up the stuff about Carl being an addict and and actually what Kyle then says to Amanda is like he, he says something along the lines of, Carl acts like he's all perfect now that he's sober, but that isn't necessarily the case. And I do think there's some interesting stuff in this argument about Carl's sobriety. And I sort of feel like that's about Danielle going, him bringing this stuff up about Carl, like things that he did when he wasn't sober. That's not okay. 
I don't believe necessarily that that's what Danielle got upset about. I think even if Kyle hadn't said that, Danielle still would have got upset because that's what Danielle does is that she gets involved in arguments that aren't really hers. Yeah, she says that later. Even if Kyle had been stating the facts from his point of view, but I feel like she's jumping on the one thing that she thinks that she can get support for, which is him bringing up aspects of... which. Is valid, Kyle. We said it last week. That's the one thing Kyle shouldn't have bought in. But I just feel like this is such a moot. This goes on to the very, very last, like, 30 seconds of the episode. And I oh there is something God. about it that, that feels quite moot. We'll get into it later. We're not yeah. going to carry on talking about it now because the next bit of this scene is brilliant. Again, kudos and bravo to the editors from, was it episode? It was last episode, wasn't it? When we found out that Gabby's boyfriend had cheated on her and they showed a picture of of his face blurred out and the girl's face was blurred out. And it was like, boyfriend, not Gabby. <laughs> and and then, then we find out who it is. Yeah, so then yeah. we find out that the girlfriend that was not Gabby was Danielle. <laughs> Danielle? I thought that was so well played. I know, like... what. Like a proper reveal, that, wasn't it? Right, I know. And I mean, I know they all live in the same area, but New York City is pretty big. Like, And it seems like it happened some time ago, like 2016, 2017. It was a while back, it sounded like. But Danielle would have been in Summer House at that point, surely. Yeah. So they were dating the same, like, cheating dirtbag, apparently. Mm. And then they they didn't know. I guess Danielle claims she didn't know that there was crossover. She was like... I knew that Gabby had been involved with this guy, but I didn't think there was ever any crossover on our timelines, but there there was. And and then Gabby talks a little bit about her social media revenge, which I... Oh my God. I thought it was funny as well. I will say one thing about Gabby is that she is talking about this a lot. She keeps coming back to it. It's kind of like her thing, isn't it? That like, because she talks about it again later in the episode. And if this carries on past this episode, I'm going to be like, Gabby, I know it's awful, but let it go, love. Don't let it define you because right now it's defining. But it is defining her. Like, if I asked you, right, tell me one thing about Gabby, you'd be like, oh, a boyfriend cheated on her. Do you know what I mean? There's That's it. So, yeah, what she did, she typed out this statement about what a horrible (laughs) person he was and how he had some serious flaws in his personality and that Gabby's a really great person and didn't deserve it. And she put it on all of his social medias because she had the passwords and everything to all his social medias, which I did think a little bit like, oh, that's how did you get those? Yeah. Um, But that is a little weird. He probably had the same password for all of them. And I don't know how Quite she got possibly. It. But then Paige, I think it was Paige, was like, wait, you even put it on his LinkedIn? <laughs> it's <is> funny. <laughs> it is funny. I will say before we move on, because that, that was just a really good reveal, but I'm not sure what more there is to say about it other than that was interesting about that, about it being Danielle. But that I really liked that this wasn't a Gabby attacking Danielle for cheating on um, her. I thought that Gabby did exactly the right thing, which is to put the blame where it needs to be, which is the guy who was in the bloody relationship, not Danielle. Um, yeah. I really thought that that was good because I, I would have been super mad if Gabby had gone in on Danielle and blamed her for it all, as sometimes happens, unfortunately. Yeah. They hugged it out by the end and she's like oh I got to meet a new friend which was nice I like that too 
Absolutely. Anyway, I was massively pleased to see that they all go out drinking and they stayed up past midnight. I knew you were going to say that. I wrote, they all went to Capri. They tried to salvage the night. There was some coming home at 2 a.m. There was some table dancing. Seemed a little more summer house-ish, which was good. And then Chris and Kyle have underwear swimming pool time. Like they're in their underwear. And Chris just seemed so bro-y and he did these fist pumps in the pool which I didn't like I don't like that <laughs> I did not notice that no it was very bro-y and there's very bro-y aspects to this episode at play I know places. but you just get a feeling from Kyle in like every episode that he is trying to like he's trying to party but it's always just like him and one person so like last week it was him and Sam in the skip it and then this week it was him and Chris and then it ends up with him eating drunk in the kitchen which is always fun. (laughs) Yes! Kyle's favourite place to be is drunk in the kitchen talking to himself. Absolutely no issues with. He said something about the potato chip being a spatula. I didn't understand that. Because he was absolutely battered. That's why. He was battered indeed. He was battered. Battered bruh. Okay. Battered bruh. Are we going on to the next day? Yeah, the next day. That's where we're going to Saturday morning. And Sam is talking about, she's, she says she's talking to an ex-NFL player, does she? Is this the guy she meets later? I couldn't like, I mean, I'm going to yeah. be perfectly honest at this point. I don't really listen to what Sam says and I'm doing a bloody podcast about a show she's in. It's it's like, whatever. She's talking about, I think it's all the same guy. See, like you a... don't even know. You don't even know. <laughs> this is my point. You don't care either. It's bad if I don't care. <laughs> I know because I take a lot of notes and stuff and I try to care I think it's like the guy that was like the boxing teacher is it the guy who comes and meets Alea right okay Josh right it's Josh, Josh. it's Josh I but... think it's all Josh but we don't whatever she likes him a boy named Josh and he might have a tattoo he might have played in the NFL he might we but neither of us care. we don't know we don't know we neither of us care either because yeah. the main headline within this little montage bit is Danielle ringing Lindsay and Carl as we knew she was going to and grassing Kyle up and telling them what he said because they're like, oh, isn't it beautiful where we are? Look at this. And she's like, oh, you two are so attractive. You make me, ah, uh, oh, shut up, Danielle. Like, get out of their assholes, please. And she misses them so much. And they make a joke about it being a bummer. They're not there because obviously they're somewhere nicer. And then Danielle says, I'm sorry to do this now, but... And then she says that Kyle said that Carl wouldn't turn up to meetings and that Carl should be lucky that Kyle kept him in a job. And now, and, and now he's asking for a raise. Lindsay is like, what the fuck? And Carl's like, I don't know what to say. And then Danielle comes in with, you deserve way more than he's given. And what Carl says, and I'm a bit like, his involvement is the business is so important and they, they'd be fucked without me. Yeah, that's what he says. Okay. And Danielle says, Carl, I would not work for this person if I were you. Yeah, that's what I was like. Okay, that is too much involvement. Well, this is because Danielle flip-flops this episode, doesn't she? She flip-flops because she doesn't have Lindsay and Carl there with her. And by the end of the episode, she's singing quite a different tune, I think. Massively. Yeah, yeah I, I just think for her to full on be like, I would not work for this person. Just butt out, Danielle. That's too, it's not your business. Let Carl figure this out. 
I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. But I'll say something, and this is what makes me think that I were I am on Kyle's side because I know I said last episode I'm not sure whose side I was on. But when Carl says they're fucked without me, I was a bit like, I don't believe you. I didn't listen to that and think, yeah, Carl. I thought, nah. And it's, I suppose we've only got what we're given by the editors and whoever's doing and the producers of the show. But if Carl lost the Coachella Valley contract, then would they be fucked without you? Well, actually, no, they might have still have an important contract. So I thought that that was interesting. And I really yeah. wonder what was edited out because I no way in the world Lindsay's only response was what the fuck and that's it. Oh, no, she probably had a ton to say. And she's probably the one that has told Carl how important he is to the company. No, she. And I like, really think she is. I know we tried to be fair in episode one, but... No, we're not going to try. We're just going to say it like it is. I was trying to say, like, I want to be fair, like, and I don't want to be like, women do this with men. But also it is Lindsay and we know who Lindsay just, is. Yeah. And- got a fucking opinion on everything doesn't she yeah exactly not all women it's just Lindsay. <laughs> like, yeah oh so danielle you've just absolutely thrown fuel on the fire there and and i get it but then also i suppose from a pure friendship point of view if if i'd heard someone talking shit about you i would ring you and tell you yeah i would too to be fair and that and, and yeah. that is that like listen this person's saying this about you like it's a difficult one actually we're saying danielle shouldn't get involved and, and maybe the last part of it is what what swung me a bit I would not work for this person if I were you. Yeah, I thought that was a little too much. But no, I absolutely would. Like if I was at a table Mm. and you were out of town and people talked a whole ton of shit and I got in a fight over it and there was a whole bunch of drama. Oh, yeah. First thing the next day, I'd be like, oh, my God. I did text you at the time. I know. I'd be like, oh, my God. I'd be giving I'd be giving you a running commentary. You heard the shit someone's talking on you. So actually, so maybe maybe we're maybe we're just sort of going like, oh, Danielle shouldn't get involved, and maybe it is because we're not loving on Lindsay and Carl. To be that's honest, that's probably why. Yeah, that's probably true. Okay, you're right. Okay, we'll, we'll yeah. see how we get on. <laughs> yeah, and then Danielle and Chris have a conversation, and we find out Chris was rejected by a girl last night, and then we surprise, get surprise, surprise, Gabby again, yet again describing herself as codependent on a family member which she did with her parents last episode I know we didn't get a chance to talk about it but she says this again I just thought it was interesting and again she's talking about Danielle and the boyfriend and what she says to us and this is what I really appreciate is she cannot and will not blame Danielle and she is as much as a victim But what she does say is it has her excited that she's got Danielle as a friend because her ex will shit his pants and I thrive in that space. And that's what made me sort of go, oh, Gabby, you did your thing. But when did this happen? And you're on TV still talking about it. Right. I get why because of the Danielle connection. But yeah, you're still thriving in a space of, of fucking him over. I don't know where I got that year. Did you did am I making that up that it was like 2016, 2017? Maybe 2018, was, yeah, but it was okay. a few years ago. That's a long time ago. But all right, she's probably trying to, you know, get herself a little storyline. So, okay. I get the storyline because of Danielle's attachment to it, but if we if we hear about it past this episode if she's still talking about it, I'm going to be like Gabby find something new and yeah. she obviously was in is in completely within her rights to feel hurt and upset by what he did to her but also moving on lady like come on it's a bit toxic still to be holding on to it and talking about it on tv like three 
Yeah, it's like, Unless okay. the guy is going to show up and cause drama, I don't want to hear more about it. If he's going to be on the show, if he's going to come on and throw, cause drama, like work away, absolutely no issue. But otherwise, we don't care about him. We do not. So we've got plans for the day anyway. What we care about is the plans for the day. The girls are doing a dressy tea party and the a boys tea party. a tea party, and the boys are going to a brewery. Oh my god, the boys were so boring. But we'll talk mostly about oh the girls. Oh my god, they've really. I think they've got the gender balance wrong this season. You know. Right, because Carl's gone half the time and he's not even part of the boys anyway because he's just, you know, like mm-hmm. saying the word babe with Lindsay all babe, day. Babe, babe, that's babe, all they do. Babe, babe, <laughs> babe, babe. Oh, oh, and doing like gross little public kisses that <clears throat> I don't like to see. I know, yeah. So now it's just not super exciting, Chris and Kyle. <laughs> Playing oh, giant God. connect for. It looks like the actual worst time ever. I know, but no. Well, I did I did think that and they were very boring, but then I also did think that if me and you had a bottle of wine each and a giant connect far, we'd be screaming our heads off. So maybe I like <laughs> But I do wonder to the extent that there is actually any friendship or anything between Chris and Kyle, really. Because even if it had been Carl and Kyle and Carl had been getting on, that would have been a bit more fun. Yeah, we would have looked more fun because we would have had more fun. And <laughs> exactly, they they're not, they're not really having fun. So yeah. Paige is like so proud of herself that she's organized this little tea party and they're all getting all dressed up with their fancy hats and their fancy dresses. And Paige is like, oh, I know how to make sandwiches so well with the cheese touching the bread because like my grandpa worked in a deli. So we learned a little more about Paige. And then she hired a server named daniel and poor daniel (laughs) we don't really see daniel bless his heart i know and she's just like so i don't know how hot he is but that will determine whether or not i request his shirt to be on or off and then i'm like that's not very tea party like but okay and then she meets him and she's like daniel we appreciate you being here today she's so like (laughs) matter of fact page like i kind of love it she's so New York, no nonsense. Um, and then these bitches are just hollering at Daniel for like tiny sandwiches all day. I feel bad for him. <laughs> so basically, the whole the tea party, they are playing a drinking game with like naughty sex questions, which I like was really surprised about the question with Anal, and they were all like, "Oh," and I'm like, "I wear lasses." You're on Summer House? Like, are you really that bothered by a question about anal sex? Are you really? They were like, oh my God. Right. Well, it's because this is Summer House Senior Citizen Edition. Apparently, they're like clutch pearls over a question about anal. Maybe maybe it's because they're at a tea party. They just felt like it was improper uh i don't I just, know i thought it was ridiculous <laughs> like i thought it was ridiculous that, that that people were clutching their pearls over that in an episode of summer house i t- talk about a dichotomy caught about, talk about <laughs> i know, I know. they're on the most debauched show ever okay so do we go right into talking about fertility right so let's talk fertility because they get into mm. a whole thing about well actually we start with Maya who's saying that she doesn't want kids and Oliver knows this and he is willing to look past it, but she doesn't want him to not have the things that he wants because of her and she's all right with that. And which is 
you know a conversation that some people have to have I totally understand that and I think it's really yeah. really good that Maya's absolutely solid in that position it's really important although sadly from what we know now doesn't matter Oliver's gone like yeah oh dear. did you know we I don't know if we've talked about it but it's like public knowledge she talked no, about it I think it we mentioned it we mentioned live. it briefly last week that her, her and Oliver have split up and Danielle and Robert have split up as well haven't they and also Demois something's going on with one of the summer house men that's that you what we're the earlier yeah someone's cheating but I don't know actually I asked the the girl that posted it how confident she was in her sources and I said give me a percentage and she said I'm about 50 percent believing this so mm, interesting anyway. yeah well but, you, you go over to Demois and what was the other Instagram account the one that I saw it on? Yeah. Oh, um, it was something like your new favorite Bravo page, but it's spelled like P-A-I-G-E. Yeah, it's you're totally right. Your new favorite Bra- Bravo page, you're totally right. Yeah. Oh, I was actually right. Okay, so go look at that if you want. But um some gossip at brewing, but yeah, but also Andy Cohen asked Danielle about it, didn't he? On Watch What Happens Live. And she said yeah, she knew who it was. But then I do think Danielle's a bit of a shit stirrer and we don't know how everyone's left things off either. So like she could be mad at people, so be saying shit. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Well, who knows? What Sam says is, now I thought this was interesting. Sam says Amanda is most likely to have children soon. And Amanda says she wants to, but it's not on the cards right now. And she went off birth control, which we know some of this because of Winter House, because she talked to Paige about it in Winter House. But I write, this is, sounds insane, but I was looking at an Am- Amanda and I was like, Amanda's boobs don't, like Amanda had big boobs and they don't look as big. And oh, she had, she's got, like, honestly, I was, like, a bit obsessed with Amanda's boobs. They were big and they looked great. I mean, they still look great. They still look they great, still but look... they're a lot smaller, right? So More they were talking smaller. about this. So I don't know who. It wasn't, I guess you and I weren't talking. I think I heard it on another. I think it was Watch What Crappens, you know, because they actually said she had a breast reduction or something. I think it was Ronnie and Ben on Watch What Crappens. Okay, maybe that's who, that might have been who I heard it. Yeah, where I heard it, but... I wanted to say they were claiming that, remember, at the beginning of the beach party, she was, like, playing with her yeah. movies. And <laughs> and we're both doing emotion. We both just did the action. Like, <laughs> we're just like, oh, yeah, we just did it. But I think it was, they were like, is it because she's talking about her new different boob size? But it also might just be because she went off birth control. So the boobs I did wonder because she says that she lost a lot of weight as well. And she is a really slight woman. I love how you say slight. Slight. She's slim. Yeah, but what she actually says, and this is the (laughs) next thing, is that she hasn't had a period since November. Now, this is July. And she says that she hasn't been to see an OBG. Right. And I I get a reasoning why, because a reason why is that she's not ready to know what the answer is. But also, like, Amanda, that that could be something that's wrong and you need to get it checked out. (laughs) I I understand. I think I... I do understand, but... I would have probably done the same thing she did. I probably right, okay. would have gone that long and not gone because I would have been like, oh no, it'll be coming. It'll be coming. And like, I would have probably just let it go because I didn't want to get freaked out. So I, I get that. totally get it. But everyone at the table is sort of like your reaction, like, oh my gosh, go get it checked out go to an actual doctor. And then Paige. Paige? <laughs> okay. I love Paige, but Paige. 
what the hell, Paige? You don't say this. Oh, my Paige God. Says, Paige says, oh, this sent me over the edge. She just says, aren't you nervous? Like, what if the doctor comes back and says, um, we regret to inform you, but, like, you can't have kids. Your impression of Paige is good. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you thought about that? Oh, my God. First of all, doctors are not just going to come in and be like, um, the diagnosis is you can't have kids. <laughs> They don't just say that. There would be so much more to it. You know, it'd be like, well, these levels are a little low. Of We're going to do some more testing. But that's so freaking harsh, Paige. It's really, I thought that somebody. as well. Yeah, I thought that was oh my super harsh. God, yeah. it's... But you, Amanda actually at this point makes a really good point. And I think that this is really valid and kind of links into why Maya going, I don't want kids. And I know that's quite sort of a really good stance that she knows that's a stance because Amanda says that you grow up to think that you're going to get married and you'll just get pregnant and everything will just go right. And she never thought she'd be in a situation where it didn't happen immediately and naturally. Yeah. And what she says is she hasn't talked to Carl about any of this stuff because she doesn't love telling people things that might cause fear and concern if she doesn't have the answers. Again, I get all of this, but it's super avoiding, isn't it? And you, you, when it comes to things like this, unfortunately, the best tactic is just face it head on. And but she's emotional. You can you can tell she's kind of holding back tears. Gosh, and I think but it's as re- I say, when Alice was like March and she was crying on one of the episodes to page about it then. And this is months later. Well, Danielle says something really lovely. She says that you are more than just bringing a child into the world. And if the worst thing happens, you have a team. Which I thought yeah, was nice. That was, su- that was nice and that was supportive. Um, I think it's really hard to know exactly what the right thing to say is. Um, it's not what Paige said. But... Oh, Paige, honestly. <laughs> it's blunt as hell that, wasn't it? I mean, there's honestly, if you're talking with, you know, somebody that is dealing with fertility issues, I mean, there is almost nothing you can say that will make someone feel better who, if they are wanting a child and they either think they can't have a child or if you've ever had friends who actually can't have children, it is very nice to say that, you know, you are more valuable than just like a vessel that brings a child into the world. It's a nice thing to say, but I, no matter what you say, if she wants kids that that she doesn't, she'll just still want kids. A hundred percent. Like it is a nice thing to say, but I totally agree with it that. It is. But there really is no, especially in a very public setting like that, when it's a whole table full of people. Amanda's, I thought, brave for talking about it. But, yeah. Um, yeah. It's mm, hard. It's it must be very topic. hard. I, yeah. Yeah. But we then move on to Danielle anyway. And... This is where I think that Danielle's pivoted a bit because what she is saying that she's upset about is the fact that Kyle bought up Carl's sobriety in his past. But I feel like she's sort of going to land on this so that her argument has validity rather than just like you were talking shit in general, which I, I get. And maybe like after a bit of clarification and some time being sober, this is what she is actually upset about. So she says that what she's upset about is that he bought Kyle bought up the past. And what Sierra actually says is, yeah, he probably was at the time. He probably was unemployable. And Kyle gave him a chance. And then Amanda chimes in and she's like, I've told you what it was like when Carl came to the office at a certain point in time. And a lot of the things he did, any other company would fire him. And it was constant and not coming from me or Kyle. It was coming for the people he was working with. 
so we're starting to get a bit more information about that. And she says, Amanda says, I know that Lindsay and Carly are friends, but maybe letting them work this out. So Amanda's saying, essentially, keep your nose out. And Danielle's like, yeah, that ship sailed. I've texted him. And the, the table right. just goes silent. They were just sink, like sipping their drinks like, oh, okay, great. Here we go. I thought Amanda um, was, she was really nice and calm the way she, given the fact that Kyle is the one who's really involved. She was, she was pretty nice about it. She was pretty mature about it. She basically just said, I want this drama with the Carl, Kyle, Lindsay, Danielle. I just want it resolved squashed she's like i just do not want to keep hearing about it which i think is all of us it's like okay Uh, already we're only in episode bloody three and maya says the same thing she's like you know maybe people just need to talk about other things because the kyle carl stuff doesn't really involve anybody else and they have other things going on too so yes let's just make this season about some other things so everybody i mean maybe everybody else just needs to give us more i don't know maybe that's why well, maybe it is. maybe they maybe they do need to give us more, but I suppose like Danielle's doing her part. I know it's it's such a sort of weird reality show thing. It's like keep your nose out, but like don't keep your nose out because then there'll be no drama. So what are you gonna do? Like what do you, what are you gonna do? Then we're just gonna watch Sam dance on the counter. And oh, just... Sam, get off the countertop! You're on it all the time, and you're gonna slip and hurt yourself, love. That is such a mom perspective. It's like, but she's <laughs> constantly on the countertop. she's always on the countertop and like dropping it low or on a table or on a bar top she loves a counter dance and i forget what scene this is it doesn't really matter but she says something like i need a man that's gonna get up on the counter and dance Uh, and not just watch i'm the opposite i will be like no i don't want the man on i know yeah fuck off i'm I'm gonna ruin it (laughs) i'm like yeah you go watch me dance and don't mess up my moves get away well, Sam finishes dancing on the countertop for this particular 15 minutes. And, um, <laughs> and they all got to meet the boys. And yeah, Paige is telling Kyle <laughs> that they all got drunk for him. Because yeah. I like Kyle just wants everyone to have a drink. Then we've got a, a slightly cringy conversation between Chris and Sierra. Oh, like oh, Chris God. is such a terrible, obvious shit flirt, isn't he? He's horrible. He's like the Alex of this season a little bit. Unfortunately. A little awkward. And so he, Sierra's there in her cute little feathery. I love that top. It was so cute though. It reminded me of like a little character, but she can pull it off because she can pull anything off. It was cute. Um, And she's just shutting down his lame ass. Come on. Oh, but it is like, oh, will you do CPR on me? Can you do? Oh, like, ew. She actually says... No, bitch, I'm gonna let your ass die. And she's like rolling her eyes and like, oh, for fuck's sake. I I, know. She's like, as a nurse, I, the worst come on is a man being like, oh, can you help me with my ailments? Like, that's not sexy. No, stop it. Mm. Um, So, yeah. And then Danielle is like, just, she's pretty drunk. You can tell as is Kyle. And she's lamenting the fact that Kyle's too drunk to have a conversation. Oh. Just don't. Like, just leave don't. it then. Leave it, Danielle. This is like, yeah. this is Danielle's entire thing for the next, the rest of the episode. Kyle's too drunk to have this conversation. I want to have a conversation, but Kyle's too drunk to have this conversation. We need to have a conversation. Shall we have a conversation? Actually, I don't want to have a conversation. You're too <sighs> drunk to have this conversation. 
Oh, just let it go, say, I wasn't happy with this. Done my part. I told Lindsay and Carl because I felt I had to. I'm leaving it at that. But it's just like this just... constant ongoing. Well, let's have a conversation. Should we have a conversation? Maybe should... Give up on the conversation and just go dance on the countertop with Sam and just leave it alone. Leave it You're alone. not having a conversation. Please. So we have that. And then now it's evening time. And we've got um, Josh, the attractive man that wears a boxing glove necklace that doesn't drink. And there's some light flirting with him and Sam. It's boring. It's like comatose. It's boring. He's so low energy. Super low energy. Well, he's totally sober. In the nicest possible way, Carl proved it to us all. I am in awe of anyone who is sober, anyone who manages to do it. But anyone who manages to do it on fucking Summer House, you need a medal. You need a fucking medal. Carl, for all his <laughs> faults, deserves a medal for last season on Summer House and this season on Summer House. But also, I'm very sorry to say, it makes you boring. And I'm not saying that sober people are boring. I'm not saying that at all. I am saying that sober people in Summer House have a track record of being boring. And this guy ain't changing anything. Here yeah. Everybody knows that. It's but as I watch, say, it's, it's, it's admirable and it's amazing. And especially if you've sure. got addiction issues, like, well done you. Summer House isn't the place for you, though. <laughs> yeah, don't make your scene at Summer House. So, yeah, so <laughs> there's just some boring low-level flirting and then danielle oh god my notes say the same thing danielle just keeps telling kyle he's too drunk to have a conversation i need to have a conversation with like and chris is like or even chris is bored with this he's like well just go and fucking talk to him then chris is apparently from northern england now chris can't be asked with it we can't be asked nobody can be asked chris says this do you know what we're having a good time leave it alone and danielle's like oh yeah if you want to party don't talk about our friends like if you want to party and not have a conversation and chris is like right well tell him then she's just on a mission she's just marching around summer house trying to have this conversation it's not happening and then ciara somehow ends up talking about how kyle loves a storm off so Danielle's like, I can't have this conversation with him because he's wasted it. And Carl's like, right, what? And she's like, I want to talk about this, but I'm pa- you're past the point of it. And Kyle's like, right, so your conclusion is that I'm wasted. And Danielle's like, the conclusion is that we wouldn't have a productive conversation. But you're literally having it. You're trying like, to just leave it alone. <laughs> like, oh, Danielle, I'm like, ah. right. Kyle says, okay. <laughs> Your Kyle face. says, okay, would it be easier if I came out and said, I would love to hear you talk about something other than me. It's been word vomit about me. And Danielle's like, yeah, because of what you've done oh, and you're God. trying to flip it on me. And it's like, right, I do understand Danielle's point of view here about him trying to flip it on me, but he's actually completely right. You have just done nothing but walk around and go to people. I need to talk to Carl, but he's too wasted. I need to have a conversation with Carl, but I can't. And you're actually blaming Kyle for the fact that you're not having a conversation with him. So it's all a bit fucked up as far as I'm concerned, yeah, Danielle. I just blacked out during this whole part. I just wanted to like stab myself in the foot. I, don't, I didn't even make notes on it because I was just like... I I don't want to, I don't want to be here. I just, I was super <laughs> frustrated with it. But, but then what Danielle says is that is so cute and we're not doing it. So cute. 
do you know what I mean? Like quite patronizing, quite sort of antagonistic. That's what um, I was going to say. And this That's is what like, she wants. Yeah. She wants Kyle. She's like, Kyle's wasted. So, but, so what I feel like Danielle's doing is going around to everyone and going, I don't want to have this conversation with Kyle because he's wasted. I don't want to do it because he's wasted. Because she just wants inadvertently for Kyle to blow up without her having to do anything directly to him. Yeah, She wants him to kick off without her actually having to say anything. Like, that's yeah. so cute. Yeah, so rude. <laughs> like, that was rude. And Kyle goes, right, okay, hey, Danielle, why don't you just call Carl up then? And Danielle's like, I will. And Kyle's like, right, I dare you. And Danielle says, this is the reason why I don't want to have this conversation with you because this is who you are. It's it's an irritating. And then Kyle storms off and Sierra does say he likes the drama and we get the best B-reel of Kyle storming off in a variety of different situations. The best of... I'm a stormer offer, so I do get why it oh. is and it is sometimes. Yeah, and it is you sometimes are? because you're like, do you know what? If I carry on this with this conversation, I'm just going to be deeply unpleasant or I'm going to say something I'm regret. So I'm going to excuse myself oh, from this. You're a stormer offer. I'm a stormer okay. offer. I, I am, as we like it. to say on the Dawson's podcast, a flouncer. Oh, a flouncer. I'm not a flouncer. I'm a stormer, actually. Slammer Interesting. Door. Oh. I don't do it often. I don't do it often. You probably will likely never see it in your lifetime unless you do something. Do you only do it with like family, like your husband? Yeah, like... yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be about right. Not to friends or to friends. No. Have... Unlikely, un- very unlikely. I don't think I've ever done it to a friend. You never done it to I don't think Katie. I've ever even done it to Kate. You haven't stormed off on her? I don't think so, no. Okay. I could be a flouncer. I think I'm more of a flouncer than a stormer. No, I'm a actually. Star. I'm more. I'm more of like a stay and yell type. Well, that's fine as well. And but I do feel like Danielle was trying to antagonize Kyle, and she was trying to get something out of him so that she could go back and report that to Lindsay and Carl. Oh, so geez. I do sort of think like, and 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 she just, yeah, I just can't be asked with it. Can't be asked. And then, but Danielle's still going on about it. God, shut up, <laughs> Danielle. It's enough. She came here wanting to resolve this. No, you didn't. You can't. You were constantly saying you didn't want to have a conversation. I don't want to have a conversation. So you didn't come to resolve it. You came to tell everyone how you couldn't have a conversation with Kyle because he's a wreckhead. That's what you said. Paige. Paige is smart as fuck. She fucking sets fire to things and then walks away. And I thought this was epic. Oh, yeah, this is great. Paige says to it, maybe you don't need to resolve this. And Danielle's like, I do. And Paige is like, this doesn't involve you. And Danielle says, I am not a friend who throws things under the rug. I think she means brushes. I know. I thought that. I'm like, you're going to throw it under the but rug? But it kind of works with Paige's analogy. that Because she... then she talks about buses. Yeah, we're like, she says, basically, I think that you throw yourself under the bus for things that you don't need to be throwing yourself under the bus for. Agreed. Agreed. And it's true. And she just finally has a come to Jesus talk with her. She's like, I'm a ride or die kind of friend. And she's oh. like, you ride so hard for Lindsay has Lindsay ever ridden like that for you no and she well Paige says she's been here for the past five summers and she's never seen Lindsay like right do do that for Danielle and she even went as far as to say if there were a dinner where shit were being talked about you she's like do you think Lindsay and Carl would be going you know standing up for you no they would just sit there she's like I'm sorry I just know not say anything they would just sit there and say nothing. I agree with her 100%. Yes. So Danielle does look a little stunned. Like she kind She's of looks upset. Like... She cries a bit. 
Yeah, she's like, oh, because it's it was a kind of a smack in the face of reality that that Paige tried to give her. So thank you, Paige. Right. Thank you, Paige. Like, I mean, Paige sort of redeemed herself with this bluntness from the bloody awful bluntness of Amanda a few scenes before. So fair enough. That was too blunt. This was good blunt. Um. So, yeah, then Daniel cries more, talks about how she's just so loyal. But everybody at the table is like, no, you just need to back off and leave it alone. And sad Danielle just is more sad and goes to bed sad. She does. They get home and Danielle strops off. Sam is unhappy and this is what you were referring to. She's on the counter yet again. Get off the fucking counter, Sam. <laughs> like, honestly, um, there are other places to dance. I hope they use antibacterial cleaner because I think she's wearing shoes, right? Oh, uh, then it's just dangerous. I'm sorry, but it's straight up dangerous. <laughs> but also just get off the counter. You've done it once. Like you've made your point. Stop it. And Sam's like, oh, I'm not happy because Josh is sat down because he's stone cold sober, love. Like that's why he sat down. She's like, <laughs> I want a guy who'll jump on the counter and will dance with me, not watch. It's not for me. Like, so she's clearly not interested in this Josh guy. And you know what? Like Sam, you do you. It's absolutely your prerogative to want what you want. It's absolutely fine. But why don't you just send him home? And do you know, is there a straight man on the planet who is completely sober going to get up on a countertop and dance with you? Find me him because I don't believe, I don't even believe there's a woman ever that would do it. Sober, I just don't think they're getting up on counters. Oh, you would. There we are. I found her there. Didn't even, didn't even have to. But not stone cold sober, but like after maybe Exactly, because who needs to dance on a counter sober? No one. I would need a spotter. Like I would get hurt. Oh, yeah, don't go any. You are not to go anywhere near a counter. See see (laughs) where that would go. Okay, that'll be our rule. Everyone goes to bed and Sam is letting Josh stay over, but she's telling him no funny business. And what I really liked. This is where I wrote, I am starting to think that Kyle is Summer House because he and Chris and Oliver's friend are up dancing until 3am. They're just dancing around. They're having a great time. And it's Kyle who's the one who's like, can't stop, won't stop. No matter what's happened, we party. And if everyone had stayed up with him, that would have been fun. But everyone just seems to be just not that into it this season. Well, wait, was this the night they were all out till two or is this a different night? No, this is the next night. So that was Friday night and this is Saturday night. So they've been at the brewery and things like that, haven't they? This whole season for me feels like Kyle with a very small amount of people trying to party. What would you say? Trying to make fetch happen. He's trying to make party fetch, party fetch happen. Right. Yeah, and it's not happening. Is this the scene where they were not just fist bumping, they were like chair Bumping, they're yes. like, taking chairs. I didn't like that either. That was so broy. I did not like that part. <laughs> I didn't like what they were doing with the chairs. They were putting them up in the air like this. It was weird. But I did like that they were trying to have fun. It just felt very broish. But they are bros. They are Chris bros. Keeps, bros. Yeah, Chris tried to keep the party going. And it's really weird because he falls asleep on a chair and then he goes upstairs and sits on another chair and, like, just sits on the chair and then goes <laughs> to bed. What was he doing? Was he waiting to see if Kyle was going to come back out? Did, did you understand? 
I, I made notes about that. I was like, oh, what did Chris do this episode? And all Chris did was broy jumping jacks, chair pumping, fist bumping. And then he creeps around the house until 5 a.m. with his giant water bottle just looking for a friend. You can tell he's like, I need a friend. Like he's looking for friends, creeping around until Weird. 5 a.m. Sitting in chairs. I didn't like it. He, he fell asleep in both chairs though, did he? And he put his head way back and he snored really loudly. Like big snores. I do you know what? I agree with you. I think he's an Alex. I think you're right. And I think that they're gonna have to keep him around and they didn't bother with Alex. They cut him out of a load of it, didn't they? Well, but, I mean, but they, they don't have any boys. If they get rid of him, it's literally gonna be They're not gonna be able to get rid of him, except it's just someone. gonna be We do get we did get a little glimpse at the end of an episode of who we're getting back next. I know and, Co- and Kari's coming in, so maybe things will get a bit better. Oh yeah, and I think Craig is gonna it pop was just by weird. first. Oh, first Bless his little heart. Craig. So the next morning, everyone's getting up and people are just milling around. Like Sam is not into this Josh guy and she's saying he's all of these things on paper. You know, he's rich, basically, I think is what she's trying to say. He's ambitious. She gives him all of these like sort of superlatives. And she says, but she needs someone as big and bright and loud as her. Yeah, and and I, maybe that's why I don't like Sam because I'm like you you're really labeling yourself with some shit there, Sam. That I'm not sure where you are because I've seen I've seen no evidence of you being big, bright, and loud. All I've seen you do is, is dance on a counter. My mind is open, but I'm not, not right. Yeah, like yeah. you don't get to say that about yourself, really. No, you don't I get don't to think. You. Especially when I've said, but then maybe that's hypocritical because if I, like, if if Gabby described herself as that or Sierra, I'd be like, yeah, sure. But like Sam, I've just not really seen much evidence other than her dancing on a countertop. That's all she's done as far as I'm concerned. That is like big and loud, I guess. Okay, sure. Oh, wait. No, she didn't. Remember, she played with the sparklers and the skip it with um, Kyle. Remember that? Oh, my God. The, we're really scraping the barrel here, aren't we? Chris and Sam, you're on notice, is what I'm saying. You, you're both on notice. Everyone's having breakfast. And Kyle is hungover and miserable. And he says he's sad because he's t- sick of talking about the same shit. Feel you there. Yeah, he looks like a sad, sad cartoon dog again. I wrote sad he cartoon does. dog. Kyle, he looks sad. But everyone's milling around and packing and doing this, that and the other and they're going to have a pill day but people are packing and leaving and Danielle is in the fucking kitchen talking about this bullshit again. (laughs) Oh my God. I seriously want to knock myself out at this point in the episode so I don't have to watch it. Interesting, isn't it? Because she's positioning herself as victim in in this situation, even though she involved herself and caused the fight. And again, there is a part of me that's like, I'm not mad at you for that, Danielle, but it's the fact that she is now going like, I hate sticky moments because when Kyle's around, it's like, see you, goodbye, see you, see you. And it's not very pleasant for her. And nobody nobody cares cares about this. Danielle. Nobody cares. She but she thinks people do. Kyle's trying to make party fetch happen. Danielle's <laughs> trying to make conversation fetch happen. And none of these things are working. But Gabby's <laughs> like, you need to talk. And what Danielle says is, I don't want to after last night. I'm like, I'm out. I'm over it. Yeah, it seems that way, Danielle. Seems like you're totally out and over it. And Kyle walks past and sort of mutters under his breath as she as she's saying this. So we've got more sunbathing and Amanda's asking Sam about Josh and she's like, he's nice, but I'm not really into him. And Amanda's like, you're just having fun this summer. And Sam says, I'm thinning out the roster. And what Amanda says is, and I think they left this in for a reason, so I just want to talk about it. I think you will find the man of your dreams this summer. 
So I just want to put it out into the universe. I think we might hear more things about this because it's just not a conversation that's worthwhile putting into the show. You think it's a little foreshadow? Possibly. Or, okay. or the exact opposite. Do something, Sam, is all I'm saying. I mean, she's trying. She's on the counter. <laughs> <laughs> if I see her up on the counter one more time, I'm going to scream. If if Sam on the counter is next episode, bloody Danielle what, not wanting, what, wanting, but not wanting to have a conversation, I'm going to lose my mind. I think we need a drinking Stop. game where we watch it and like every time uh, Sam is on the counter, we would be hammered. We would be in a coma. Be blackout. Absolute yeah. blackout. So then they kind of get into, they Kyle and Danielle end up having the conversation. Is that what's they next? They do. It is. Yeah. Well, no, Danielle and Gabby have a quick conversation, which I thought was quite funny because Danielle says, I'm going to matchmake you. I think I know your type quite well. Yeah. <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah. So we've got more packing and then Kyle says to Danielle, I would actually feel much better if we talked. And Danielle's like, I don't feel like it. Shut up, Danielle. This is exactly what you wanted the entire weekend. I win. This has been your whole mission in life is to have this bloody conversation. Exactly. But Kyle says, and and to, to a certain extent, after looking at this conversation in its entirety, Danielle does have a point about not talking to Kyle drunk because actually I thought he was incredibly coherent. I thought he was honest and I thought he was articulate in what he had to say. Yeah. So Kyle says, I don't want to, I don't want any unnecessary anxiety. And what Danielle says is you were nasty to me and I don't want to be involved, but it bothered me. And so I really think she's changed her tune at this point. And I think that this is Paige, you know. So what she's saying is I don't want to be involved, but it is bothered me and it is your business. It just hurt to hear you talk about him like that. And I don't want our friendship to go south because of Carl and Lindsay. And she says, what she says is, I go to bat because I care about them so, so much. But maybe it's something I need to work on. I go too hard for them, but it shouldn't be us fighting. Yeah, I think. Wow. Paige got right in her head, didn't she? Yeah, that was right from Paige's. That was Paige's message to her and it got in her head. But to me, Danielle must have seen the absolute truth in it to have changed her tune so quickly. 100%. You could kind of tell in her face. Like, I think that was her sadness because she didn't get angry at Paige. She looks sad. Like, oh, Oh, Danielle's just a dodgy bitch. And she's happy to like when she's had a drink to be like, oh, Kyle, Kyle. And actually when they're sober in front of us, she backs down significantly. Mm. That's the other option. She could also just be a dodgy bitch, like you said. Well, yeah. So Kyle says he's really sorry and that she walked into a sensitive subject. And what he says is, I'm not handling it well, not as a friend and not as a CEO. Um, And he's not cut out for it. And what Mm -hmm. we find out is that he texts Carl um, with the words, I'm done. Yeah. Which is like, that's big. Did he say he'd done it the night before, did he? Yeah, he said, I think he said it was the night before. He said, I texted him two words i'm done and he says i'm really struggling because he says where do you go from here i mean basically you know he said i I could i could put an end to all of it i could fire him and that would put an end to it but that would make him incredibly sad to even think Mm. about doing so he doesn't know what to do no and he doesn't want the conversation what he says is didn't think this is what i'd be doing this summer right um and like the conversations i'm having about work and carl and all of it i didn't think that this was going to be it you're absolutely right kyle as you said summer should be fun yes summer should be fun and i would yeah i imagine like lover boy has always been a big part of summer house but he probably means that he didn't think he would bring this amount of like real life 
drama in real mm. life sadness from his actual life into the summer but it's unavoidable because they're all in the house and yeah you know carl's away not asking for time off work in california it's unavoidable and that i think he's trying to convey is why it's so much harder having danielle's influence now it's just like piling it on this is real life for him he just doesn't need her yeah, making I it think more maybe that's something that we sort of miss to a certain extent is that this is genuinely kyle's real life like this is his business this is something the company yeah hard to set up yeah and especially he's he i can imagine you being particularly sensitive if if he thinks that carl doesn't care or is fucking up at all so yeah. i did add to that the fact that you think that Lindsay's in his ear and I'm not saying Kyle's right, but I can see where he's coming from in all of this. But I suppose one of the reasons mm. I'm a little bit on Kyle's side is because I think that I've I've got personality traits that are similar to Kyle, to be honest. Like what? Like, I think that, like, when people do things, I can get quite wound up about it and not really want to say it. And then it's sort of like you build up evidence and then you just come out with it. Oh, my God. I'm so nervous. You know what now. I mean? No, don't be nervous. I would always tell you straight away. <laughs> You never do anything wrong. No, but do you know what I mean? I think that I've got personality traits in common with Kyle. So I want to record you saying that for my husband. Can you record that? Yvette never does anything wrong. <laughs> and I want a sound bite. You I mean, I probably do. But, but... I mean, you can pull it straight from this episode. But what Danielle ends this with is saying that you're going to have to have another hard conversation with Carl. And Kyle says, I don't know what to do. And then we get a preview of next week's episode and it's Andrea! <laughs> yes! Woo, woo, woo! And uh, I think, who says it? Gabby is like, he's the most beautiful man I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't it. find I like Andre. I don't find him massive, like overly attractive. I don't look at him and think, "Oh my god, wow!" I think Luke was better looking, but I don't. I didn't particularly like Luke. I feel like Andrea is incredibly attractive in like a male model in an ad for a wristwatch, but not yeah. in like a real life kind of way. Oh, Luke. Okay, Luke is a crazy man, but lumberjack Luke. I know he's oh he's, he's gorgeous he's gorgeous but yeah um he makes maple syrup Craig Conover as well it's just an angel looking thing sweet baby Craig but anyway we're, we're having an interesting episode next week because Carl and Lindsay are back and there's fighting there's going to have to have been a conversation between this weekend and next weekend surely because yes. there's no way in the world. Yeah, so I, I'm sure that that's how we're going to start next episode. Hopefully I'll be able to fucking watch it. If England can freaking get their shit together and give you Summer House, then we'll be on time. But if they can't, well, although, what are you part of a whole new streaming service now? Are you on a free trial no, or something? No, no, no. Yeah, I'm on a free trial, so I managed yeah. to do it. But So I'll keep it because I've got like seven days. Right, so... Go on. I do feel like we're both super busy coming up. Um, I'm traveling. I know oh, you're yeah. traveling a little bit. We're gonna have to get a little bit back on the summer charm. Summer charm. Look, I can't even say the name anymore. The southern charm. We're gonna have to get back on the southern charm train a little bit. We're gonna have to do yeah. that because I'm feeling a little bit um I'm feeling a little disconnected. 
Uh, yeah, from from, from Craig and Austin. I think it took, let's be perfectly honest. I think one of the reasons we're avoiding it a little bit is because it's a tough episode coming up. It's uh, yeah, bloody Catherine being a being a racist right. and having to deal with all of that, and it's, I know um, it's not the easiest one to talk about. So I, I I wonder if there's a bit of that as well. Yeah, that's a hundred percent that because I started watching it and like making notes. And I, I started watching like... it too, and I was like, oh fucking hell. Yeah. Yep. So, but we're we're not. We'll get back to it. Um, we will get back to it. So we will leave it there for now. Another decent episode of Summer House, though. Like, I need, I need a bit more screaming and fighting drama. I think, and I need people to stop like flogging a dead horse. Let's have some fighting, please. I think well, Lindsay's back, week. so we're going to get fighting. We're going to get fighting. Yeah. So you it. can get hold of us on TikTok, Instagram, email. All of the handles are in the episode description. We thank you so much for listening and shall see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.